Welcome back to the 3P Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. I'm Joe. How are you? Yeah, look, mate. Um, <laughs> someday, someday, busy times. How are you going? Yeah, good. I think I'm at the point where we need to stop saying who we are at the beginning. I think we should know by now. And this, <laughs> it's more important if I get this is a 3P. Yeah, yeah, If you don't know, Name, Name's you know. not as important. Yeah. Who are we? Who cares? Yeah. All right, do you want to run us through what we're going into today? Yeah, so today we're going to be starting off by going over contender versus pretender, just looking at how the season's unfolded. I think last week we talked about how the Jazz are first. I think they're about ninth now, maybe eighth. They've dropped down the ladder dramatically. I yeah. think it's time to sort of... The scopes are showing us who's actually going to contend for a championship this year and who just happens to be in the running. Yeah, I think it's starting to like fizzle down to like what's a bit more realistic, you know? Long term, and then we're going to go over just revisiting the player awards that we made at early season predictions. Now, I'm not going to lie, I can't remember my predictions at the start of the season, but I can remember the main one. I still have mine written I've, down somewhere. I've got one that I know I've already changed my mind on, <laughs> but we'll see how that goes. So, starting off, contender versus pretender. Do you want to go East Conference or West? Look, let's start with the East. Done. Uh, do you want to start probably? Bottom and work our way up, or top of the ladder, because it's a bit more obvious. We'll go top of the ladder, we'll work our way down, you know what I mean? Actually, you know what? No, go bottom top. Bottom top? Because let's, let's you can start. already just jump from 15th to 10th and just let's say... Let's just start with the planes and work from there. Yeah. Because there are a few teams lower down the ladder that could be contending, yeah. but... Aren't. So we'll start with the New York Knicks. Yeah. What That's, are you going to do? Tell us about So, it. I'm looking here. New York and Miami have tied records. And is that both the teams we support? We'll include them both here. Miami, you're old, you're washed up. Certain people we know think they should, they're tanking. <laughs> um, I don't think they're tanking. I just think, kind of like, like a mediocre team, right? I don't think they're in a conversation for contender or pretender. They're, they're just, just kind of just not around. Not pretender, contender, vibing. The third category, Miami, they're just vibing. Still figuring it out. Yeah, still not sure. Same we, with we got the pieces to make a trade to try and contend. Yeah, but no, but no confidence in the team that they're going to make a move. That's too much. Too much work. It and is a bit of work for them. New York Knicks are leading for it. We're just consistently average, and I think I've got no real hope. Well, you're finally below five hundred, so you're no longer average. You're a little worse than average. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I can't talk shit because Miami's in the exact same boat. I mean, don't know if we've played harder teams, but I'd assume they'd be pretty similar schedules so far. Yeah, I think the Knicks just... Like today, we lost to the Bucks. Fair enough, you're going to lose to the Milwaukee Bucks. We, we lost to the Celtics today. Going to happen. It's going to happen, right? You cop those ones. But there's some that I see, and I'm just like, New York. I think <laughs> New York's biggest struggle has been, um, I think, RJ Barrett inconsistent. Sorry, RJ Barrett being inconsistent. When he's, he's on, young. you guys are wrong. Yeah, but the issue is him and Julius Randle have to both be on. Yeah. Otherwise, we're not winning, which is like a tough reality, but I just, I'm not even going to put them even near the contender or pretender vibes because any Knicks fan that thought they were going to contend, you're lying to yourself. Yeah. I mean, I, I asked you a very straightforward question earlier in the year. Are the Miami Heat a contender without a third star? And we just both looked at it and went, well... They have three stars, but they need to figure out which those stars are and they need to perform. Yeah. And neither of us could see it happen. Yeah, it's... Lowry's been playing pretty good so far. Um, I think he's got the second most minutes played in the entire comp. 
which he's quite thirty five. He's thirty six, thirty seven. He's old. If he's got the second most minutes played, a comp like we're I, we're in a bit. Give of him a break. You know what I mean? He's gonna burn out. Now, yeah, thirty six. We have been riddled with injuries. Yeah. So I do think we do climb the ladder. Jimmy yeah. Butler's meant to be back tomorrow. So he's the most low key, inconsistently inconsistent player for being available. And I only know that because he just misses like the odd games, but they must add up surely. It definitely adds up, but when he's there, oh, yeah. the impact is undeniable. It's so noticeable, but he is now that guy that is kind of, let's coast and just get into the playoffs. Yeah, because he knows what he can do, right? Like Playoff Jimmy is, he's up there with some of the best players there are. Yeah. Just just playoffs alone, Jimmy is phenomenal. Yeah, like let's have a look at Jimmy, his last four, six, so ever since he joined Miami already, 58 games he played, 52, 57. Yeah, incredible. There's been what? How many games this season? 22, and he's played 13. So more than half. More, but two more. <laughs> not by much. Not by much. Crazy. I think um, Miami and Knicks in this situation, Miami have more of a shot of going further. We know that. Yeah, I think that's a little bit obvious. But yeah. It's not. I, I don't see us getting past the first round with our current team, even at full health. Yeah. We're not making it past some of the top end teams. Yeah. Because it's... if we're the best, we finish is what. Seven, eight, maybe six if we're lucky. Yeah. And that's that's a stretch to say we go that far. Yeah. If we're versing a top four side, no shot. Yeah. Unless we make some miracle trades, no shot. And I think that's the same for the Knicks. Yeah. Then we look at the ninth seed. We've got the Washington Wizards. Yeah. Absolute yeah. pretender. Like they like right now I am jumping on the bandwagon of the just the hate train for Bradley Beal. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't know what he's doing, what he's got for him. He's got money. He got. He's, he's on an absolute bag. He got money. He was like, yeah, you know what? I don't care if we're gonna win. I'm getting paid. I don't know his exact contract, but it's it's up there. It's some incredible money. Pazingas is playing great. Yeah. Kuzma's playing great. The rest of the team, I, I don't know what the hell they're doing, but I mean, it's working for them. They're the ninth seed. They're in the play-in. I don't think they finish in the play-in. I think more fans are saying we should lose more games. I think the thing is, a team like the Wizards, the reason why the fans would be happy is because the play-in, that is their ceiling, right? Right now, they're, yeah. They're not, they're not, you're not watching the Wizards going, oh, we're going to go deep in the playoffs. Like That is the ceiling. But if, if you're looking at your team and going, the ceiling is the play-in, do you, you want to be in the play-in? Or yeah. would you rather sit there and go, okay, our worst outcome is we're in the play-in? I think the issue is, and I was, uh, since day one I've said, every team's tanking for Victor. Only one of you is getting him. <laughs> yeah, but it's just a percentage game. I told you, one of the bottom three teams won't get him. Well, I think one of them will. Just based on math, like, there's what? A 42% chance that they get him. Yeah. Or 50% chance the rest of the field get him. And that's my bet. It's still just, New Orleans Pelicans. It's still so slim. But the odds are in the favour of the rest. Of course, you're in the favour of the rest, but you've got to be a bottom end side yeah, to get. Yeah, he's that. off to the Pelicans. I mean, coming the fourth worst team, you still can make that as I just think, being yeah. the second worst in your conference. That is true. That is true. I think what well, the East has definitely got a lot worse of teams. The, than the East West. right now, you've got Orlando Pistons and Hornets, all nice. doing terrible. So there, you bottom three, and then it's the Rockets who are tied for just as bad. Yeah. Wow. And then you've got San Antonio Spurs. So that's five teams. All god-awful. Yeah. You're going to try and tell me that they aren't the best odds for it? That's five teams. Yes, the top three in that slot might not. Yeah. But the next two need him just as bad. Yeah. Oh, I was being the, the, the top three teams in the lottery, they won't get them. 
Yeah, well, my point being the top three and the difference between top three and top five yeah. is so minute. They're all terrible. Oh, yeah. So a team like the Wizards, say, who are only nine wins above them, yeah, they're in the wrong position to be because they're not competing anytime soon. What, what does playoff basketball get Washington? Not That's much. it's not even playoff. It's play in basketball. Yeah, but don't you remember when Pat Bev celebrated getting the playoffs? Yeah, but that's Pat Bev. He's also we'll the get... captain of the crackhead squad. <laughs> we love him though. I don't want you any love Pat... him. Oh, we don't want any Pat Bev slightly. He's on that black air force mentality, and we love that one. We do love that. So next up is the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn was the hardest one for me to decide. <sighs> I'm. It's a toy cost, right? Yeah. Because what do you get? I've watched Brook. I've watched many a Brooklyn Nets game this season. Ben Simmons has got a little knee injury, but he's only out. For, it's only a few games. A few days. So we don't worry about that. But he's played very well. I, I think the issue is Kyrie. The, I'm what are we him? getting out of him? What is he doing? He's the, when all of them are on. Yeah. Oh, on different. fire. And they've got good shooting around them, but it's just it's very Joe much Harris a toy cost. Been off, like he's yeah. just shooting terribly at the moment. But Wontanabe, yeah. Seth, Seth Curry. Yeah, they're, they're, good they're doing great. Royce O'Neal as well. Joe Harris had his entire ankle reconstructed. Yeah, it not, takes some time. not just a sprain, not yeah. just a fracture. Reconstructed. Yeah, that's going to take some time to get back into form. So it's just you know it's just balancing it all. I think um, I'm going to put them on <laughs> the contender side of things, just because. I think they're going to be the lowest contender that we say. Yeah. I because think at the end of the day, if, if they finish as the seventh seed, I don't want to play them as the number two. No. No, no one wants... No. Like, if you go... Like, best way to explain it, and that's why like, I don't like, take Miami seriously. Jimmy Butler's good. Yeah. In the playoffs. But it's he's a matchup sort of, you go looking for. He's the sort of player where you go, okay, that's the one... Like, there's no... I look at the, the Nets and I go, okay, the last thing I want to do going into that first round of the playoffs is see KD, Kyrie, and Ben Simmons. Yeah, no shit. I'm sure. going, oh, mate. We're shooters it's around them. It's the first round. I just pack it. But I look further up and if I see the Indiana Pacers in the first round, I'm going, oh, easy yeah. money. Bring easy them. money. But do you have them pretenders or contenders? At the moment, I'm putting them down as pretenders. Fair. They, they're definitely in that realm where they could slip into a contender just yeah. because of the names they've got. Yeah. But they're not doing well enough to have sort of solidified that, yeah, they are contenders. Their last 10 games, how are they doing? Where are they? They're 6-4 and four in their last 10, yeah. three-game win streak. Yeah. So they're doing everything to prove that they are in that contender realm. All the issues with Kyrie, he missed, what, five, six games? He's... I love him. But you see, because um, Nike dropped him, he rocked up wearing sketches. Oh, I, I saw him just rocking out with some raw, just whack shoes. <laughs> like, it, it's it's just... There's so much unknown. There is too much unknown to say that they're a contender. Like, when I'm considering the contenders, the teams that I've got down as contender, yeah, they are well above the pace yeah. of what the Brooklyn Nets are. So I'm going to have them as a pretender. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. Who's the seventh seed? Is the it Toronto? Toronto Raptors. Um, oh, it's very tricky. Um, and the reason why I say it's tricky is because they're the seventh seed with Siakam out for how many games? He's missed a fair He's been out for a little chunk. while. Um, he, Freddie's been off form. He was out for a good two, three weeks. Yeah. Um, they're slipping the ladder. Scotty Barnes played his first game in his career off the bench. Yeah. His post-game rep just, you could tell he hated it, wasn't a fan. Yeah. So they're, they're trialling some stuff to see what they can get the swing of things because they're just clearly missing Siakam. Yeah. He's back now. 
Um, he missed 11 games. 11, yeah. So he's missed half the season already. So that's why I think if he's <laughs> back, I don't have them down at the centre. I have them higher. If he was healthy the whole season, they're up there in that fourth. Yeah, you can easily make the argument that yeah. they're up there, but you can say the same thing for every other team if they're healthy. That is... If he's that. there, he's healthy. It's just it's a part of the game at this point. Yeah, he's like we've missed out it. on time with Embiid. We've missed out on time with Harden. Are we not saying they're above the fifth seed? That G- is Jimmy true. Jimmy Butler out, Hero out. Are we not saying they're above the the eleventh? Like mean, every team's getting killed with injuries so far. Good save. Um, <laughs> what do you mean good save? Everyone's getting fucked with injuries. Killed, absolutely killed with them. <laughs> it's true. I. I still have them at contender. I think with Siakam back, if like they won a championship in a season where every other team was injury prone. Yeah, literally in 2019, yeah, yeah. they they won against they won well, but they definitely had a bit of luck on their side with with injuries. Oh look, take away the injuries from that comp, they're not winning. No, of course not. Yeah, as it is a part of the game. Yeah, they, yeah, them right now they are in that contender realm, but I'm still putting them down as pretender. I I don't see them going all the way. Fair. Fair. I'm being a little bit strict with it. There's not that many teams I consider to be contending. Not that many. (sighs) What do you think of the sixth seed, the Hawks? Hawks? Right now, I can't stand watching the Hawks play. Can't stand it. I just... DeJounte and Trey, it's the the way they play is almost as if it's like, here you go, here's the ball, you figure it out. Oh, okay. oh, I can't work it out? All right, you have a go. Yeah. There is no construction of going, all right, let's run something for this team to work. It's yeah. a, oh, Clint, come up here, set a high screen, and I'll do something. Yeah. So it's and it's the same thing individual. over and over. It's just individual play, getting their own numbers up, and it's, okay, drive, kick out. Yeah. And we'll just let the shooter pray. I feel like that's, like, half the comp is just drive, it's, kick out. The two of them are playing as if they are Luca. Yeah, it's, but they're not. Yeah, okay, we will just... Play like literally, it's one man team. Yeah. Okay, I'm not getting it. All right, it's your turn to run the team. Yeah. And we but know you're not, even, not a fan of that. It's not even running the team; it's just running yourself. Yeah. Like end of the day, they can't draw a double because the two of them are good enough to score if the double is played. But as soon as one of them has a good defender on them, yeah, they're they're in trouble. I mean, Clint, you take him away from the squad, the team's in trouble. They can't rebound without him. Yeah. I just I, I don't see them going all the way unless they can figure out how to actually run as a full squad. Yeah, and you've got like the whole John Collins situation where, do you say they tried to um, offer the Utah Jazz Collins for marketing? John Collins has been on the block for the last three years. He is the most known about like <laughs> desired trade. You can't go three weeks without hearing a trade request or just some rumour about the block. It's just like it's I, I know I know you're high on the Hawks. So you have been for a while. But you, I don't... You had them as your favourite to come into the season. Maybe not anymore. Yeah, I think it's... But, I think I said something at the very beginning where it was, it's a new big piece of them and DeJounte is a massive piece for this team. Yeah. It's going to take time to click. And sometimes going for the big pieces doesn't always pay out. Which is what we've seen with the Timberwolves. Go yeah. for the big piece and didn't consider the fit. It's not good. We'll get to them eventually. Yeah. Look, but look the, the fit right now is questionable. Individually, phenomenal. Yeah. The two of them, great. Works super well on their own. Yeah. But how it is fitting is was my biggest concern coming into the season, and it's showing that they're still a good team, but I don't know how far it gets you. Yeah, look, I'm gonna have to put something on fraud watch. Um, I don't, I don't, six game, uh, what, 12, 22 games in? I'm gonna sit here and say I have them as a pretender. 
Yeah. Which, which it's fraud watch. It is. I had high hopes, very high hopes. But look, what can you do? Coming into the season, they they looked phenomenal. Yeah. Dejounte, absolute menace in every preseason match he played up. Yeah. Just being an absolute pest. Yeah. Coming into the season, doing the same. The last few weeks he struggled a little, been a bit quiet, but they're not playing as a team. Yes. Yeah. That's what's getting to me the most about them. It's tricky. It's tricky. So the fifth seed we've got Philadelphia. I think we should be able to both agree on the contender status. But it's just injury. Your smile sounds you're not going to say it. How harsh have you been on this? <sighs> Pretty harsh. How many contenders have you got? Just two? No, well, no, I know you've got the Celtics. Well, you're an idiot if you don't think the Celtics are a contender. Yeah. But it is it is the injury purpose. It's Yeah. James Harden's out. I know he's meant to be back soon. He's only yeah. a few days away. And Embiid's been out for a little bit now. And it's... And Maxi. Oh, don't even know with Maxi what's going on with him. But yeah, without these few stars, they're still playing well. They're 7-3 and three at the moment. And their yeah. stars are out. They're the fifth seed. Everyone healthy, they climb into that third seed. Yeah. They, they are a contender at that point. Right now, it's hard to sit here and say that they still are. Yeah. Because just because they're riddled with injuries, and so is every team. But the teams that are up the top, they've got big pieces out. They're not bad. They've like... got big pieces out, and they're still killing it. Yeah. So for that reason, I don't know if I consider it like they're clearly a contender because they're behind the pace. Yeah. Look, I'll say they are a contender. They're contending because come come playoff time. I don't want to see Joel Embiid and James Harden. I'm not betting against them. Like like come playoff time. Like if I see Joel Embiid and James Harden and then Tyrese Maxey, and then you've got old mate Tobias Harris. Tobias Tobias has been good. But the only reason why he's been good is because they've been out. So he's like, I've gone from the fourth option to the first option. Not even that. The second option behind Shake Milton. Yeah. (laughs) But like, the the reason he gets so much hate is just for his contract. Yeah. If he was only on 15 mil a season, he's the best player fucking there is. Didn't they choose Jimmy Butler? Him over Jimmy Butler? Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Because you're looking at that going... Yeah, it's it's this giant comparison of oh we gave him all the money and yeah. this is what we're getting. If he's on a twenty million dollar contract, no one's that's a great great choice. No one's no one's fantastic fucking. fourth option. Yeah, yeah, but it's tricky. Look, come come playoffs and this team is going to be a playoff team. Yeah, they are a contender at that point. And I think what's been interesting because um we watched, <coughs> I'm pretty sure we were all collectively watching um the Nets Sixers game, waiting for yeah. Ben Simmons to go back there. And that Philly bench was the starting that five. That team has depth. And like Jake was messaging going, that Philly bench is disgusting. Yeah, just filthy. And that's what kind of makes me go, you know what? They, they've got it. They've got it. You integrate back Harden, Maxi, and Embiid. But you got to, like, you know now, okay, we can trust on these guys. Our backup five, they've got bench five. We can trust them. Yeah, with ease. Yeah. Number four, we have the Pacers, Pretender, moving on. Um, I don't want to move on too quick from the Pacers because they are if, playing If great. I hear the word contender no, come out of your mouth, they are, they are you're getting smacked they up are pretender. I don't think they finish any higher than the, the seventh seed. I reckon they're in the plane by the end. <coughs> oh, playing, I don't know. They're playing well enough that they've got a decent lead as well. Like, yeah. They're a few games in. They're a plus 500 team. Yeah. They deserve a playoff spot whether that comes from being in a plane or not, but do they? Miles Turner is playing great. Yeah, but Halliburton uh, is leading the league in assists. 
Benedict Matherin right now is my favourite to be six man of the year. Mm. Who, who's your six man of the year? Russell Westbrook. If, what was it? A month ago, you were sitting here going, there's no way he's six man of the year? And wait till you hear who my most improved player is going to be. It's just like... <laughs> That's Bobo. <laughs> of course it's Bobo. Of course it is. Yeah. Deserving to. Like that's that's what we'll get onto that later. But no, it's it's they they've got players leading categories for them. They're playing phenomenally together as a team. Yeah, Halliburton's a great leader. It's just it's just a shame that the team doesn't seem to want to do anything with Buddy Hield. Yeah, they're kind of like, what are they doing? Yeah, with Buddy and Halliburton with um, what's his name? Miles Turner. Yeah, it's just it's just this question mark around them that it's like. All the teams wanting to be contenders are shipping for these boys. Yeah, well, the the whole thing is, I think it's <laughs> December 15th, the contracts that were signed this summer can be traded. Yeah. And that's going to be a big sign of what's Who's to doing what? They're pretty much, okay, um, the Lakers are going, you know what, Russ coming off the bench ain't been too bad. Can we, can we get something for him? Yes, no. Yeah. And take it from there. Ooh. Wait till I get to my ball ball stats later on. Ball ball's playing great. Let's move up. Okay. Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, you go first because I'm curious because you've said no one's a contender besides one team. I've only said Philly so far and yeah. that's a fair shout. They definitely are. The Cleveland Cavaliers are a contender. I think that's just core spade of spade, right? We've got the Cavs, the Bucks, the Celtics. They're all contenders. They're all contenders, but they all deserve a bit of a time to speak about them. Yeah. So I'm not going to breeze over. The Cavs, they've done well <laughs> with the Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland integration. Integration's been phenomenal. Mobley, a little bit quiet, but he's he's doing his yeah. job. Same with Jarrett Allen. Jarrett Allen, quiet, doing his job. But it's it's hard for them to have any sort of star power. When they've got those, those two, guys two leading a squad. And then you've got Karius Levert, who's the most inconsistent, consistent player. Yeah. Um, sorry, the most consistent, inconsistent. Because you know what? He has his big nights. He'll come out and give you 30, and then he won't do anything for two weeks. Yeah. And then he'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm back again. <coughs> yeah, it's a, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one for little Karius, but I say little, he's like 6'5". Yeah, so you're, you're in a green. It's a contender for the Cavs. Yeah, the, these top three teams, there's, there's no denying it. And then I just think this Cavs team... They've, they're an example of the DeJounte Murray trade sort of situation, but it's worked for them. For them, it's worked, and they're playing as a team, and I think it's because of the people around them. Yeah, and I think they've had a set play style, right, where they've just kind of just integrated it and just moulded it a little bit, changed it up here and there, but they're not, not throwing the towel into what they were doing, you know what I mean? Whereas at Atlanta, it's just hero ball. Yeah, it's you do it, I'll do it. See yeah. what works. They've got plays that work for the whole team. They've got more pieces that can actually create and make yeah. shots. Okay. Second seed, the Bucks. <coughs> you're not As- has- Asma's playing up really You're not having today. a good luck, mate. You're not having a good run. No, we'll get through this and I'll grab some water. No, we'll- Bucks, contender. Contender. No denying it. Chris Middleton's not back. The two games behind the Celtics. That's what I mean by the top teams still have big pieces here. I'd argue people have said to me that Chris Middleton ain't that good. Look, I don't rate him that highly, but everyone else does. I think he's just consistent. He is just a consistent where you go, okay, I've got Chris Middleton. <coughs> I ain't got to worry. You know what I mean? They're like, all right, Chris Middleton's back. He's going to off me. Let me get his stats up just in general. Look, do you do you think the Bucks are better than the Celtics with Chris Middleton back than the Celtics are with Robert Williams back? Ooh. 
Because I'd say the two, what they contribute to the team is very similar. Yeah. And I would almost argue that Robin <clears throat> Williams is more important just for the defense, like the defense that he That offers. is fair. No, I think when you put it that way, fair. I think the offensive threat that Middleton brings, phenomenal. Is, yeah. But the Bucks have that without him. Without him offensively, they are good. He's a career 37% from three. Averaging 25-5. Yeah, but what what are the Bucks right now? Three-point percentage. Just shooting as the team. Like, just their stats alone. Let me have a look. Like, I, I, I don't know if I can argue with that they're good enough without him, but... Right now, three-point percentage this year is 34.9. Yeah. For the season, 34.9 as a team. Yeah. Yes, he brings that up, without a doubt, but 34.9 as a team is phenomenal. Yeah, but... Do you know who's almost... (coughs) Do you know who's leading that at the moment for the Bucks? Have a guess. Leading that? Yeah. It's tough, but it probably... Actually, I have no idea who's leading. It's that Grayson thing. Allen. Yeah, Grayson Allen's a consistent shooter. But even then, he's only shooting what less than five threes a game. <laughs> yeah. Chris Middleton, man, he's popping more than five. Yeah, he's probably taking nine to ten a game. Like he, he's he's letting it go. So you look at some of these players, and their shot, their amount of shots will reduce when Chris comes back. But he's also very consistent. Yeah. Like he is consistently average at that all star level. But what I'm saying is oh, he's not I, your average player. Like he is an all-star player. I don't level think player. he is an all-star level player. I think he only ever has gotten that shout because of Giannis. Yeah, but half, you, half you put him on any other team in the league, I don't think he ever makes an all-star appearance. Really? Yep. <coughs> That's tough to my boy Chris. Look, I, I'm one of the bigger Middleton haters. Yeah, I wouldn't say hater because he's still a phenomenal player. You're, but you're up there, though. You're he is all- one of the ones that I think is quite overrated. It's tough. That's I'm a tough. tough. I'm a tough critic. <laughs> you really are, mate. I'm here playing nice. Then obviously we've got the Celtics. All right, I'm going to say contender and you're going to talk about Jason Tatum for the next two minutes whilst I get a drink. No, no, I'm not going to talk about Tatum. I'm going to talk about Robert Williams. The guy that's not there that will make the difference when he's there. They've only lost four games this year, which is only one more than the Bucks. but they've played three more games than them. They're on a five-game win streak. They are 9-1 and one in their last 10. 9-1. That is quite good. Let's have a look at teams they've played. And we'll, we'll, I'll point out, <laughs> I'll point out the, impre- the, the impressive victories already. Opening night, 76 is impressive. I don't count Miami Heat as impressive, by the way, just for the record. Um, Magic Bulls, Celtics, they lost to the Cavs. So that's one loss to the Cavs. They then lost to the Cavs again. Two to the Cavs. Um... Who else have they lost to? They lost to the Bulls. That's embarrassing. That's a tough loss, that. Um, who else? There's one more. But like the, I think their strength of schedule hasn't been the craziest. But like this was a full-strength team playing against the Bulls, and they lost. Well, every but team does have that. losses, but in saying it... They're pretty fucking good. They're, they're phenomenal. They are really uh, good. Uh, you know I'm very high on the Jalen Brown bandwagon. Always yeah. will be. Second star. Yeah, he, he that's one like a Middleton where he's the perfect second star. Yeah. And that's what you need. Of course you need it. I think Jalen Brown succeeds on any team, but he succeeds anywhere he goes. If he goes somewhere else, he's the first star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I think he's the perfect second piece on. you can put around anyone. Yeah. I've just clocked it. You know who the other loss was? Celtics have only lost to the Cavs and the Bulls. Two losses to the Bulls, two to the Cavs? Yeah. Were they both back-to-backs? Um, no, they weren't. Oh, Four okay. days between. <coughs> Three days between that. Nah, there's gaps. Maybe they've just got their number. It happens. It yeah, happens maybe. in sport, you know what I mean? I mean, two Eastern Conference teams losing to Eastern Conference teams, it's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think they've played Miami three times already. Yeah. Three easy wins, right? Well, not easy wins, but wins. You know, little charity rest. wins for the Boston Celtics. Look, I think there's no denying this Boston Celtics team. Look, right now, the Boston Celtics are my favourite to win. Well, just that, overall. They were at the finals last year, right? They were Eastern Conference the year before that. Yeah. They, they've had a steady progression and everyone's gone, okay, how's it going to work with those two? Work, every year they're getting better. I think the only people that think it's not going to work... Is those of opposing teams who hope it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah that, they, that like, makes more sense. It seems like they've figured it out and everyone's kind of gone, oh, fuck, we didn't want this. Like, come on, guys, just just have some beef so it splits it up. All right, so we'll have a look at this Western Conference. Similar to the East, where two teams in 10th and 11th are tied. And 9th. And 9th? Yep. The Trailblazers, Minnesota Timberwolves, and Golden State Warriors are all 500. That 11 and 11. So we'll start with Portland. Yeah. Uh, currently on a three-game losing streak. Yeah. Rough time. Dame's been out for a little while. He's been out for two weeks now. Yeah. Rumoured to come back at the end of the week. Can't see that happening. I think they just hold off, right? Yeah, I, I think they're now at the point where they need to decide if they're in the running for Victor or if they're still trying to win. I don't know what they do. I think there's a lot of value in Jeremy Grant. Yeah. They brought him into the team pretty cheap, and if they are going to start to tank, he's a piece they can move on for good value. Yeah. They'll get good value out of him. They're just struggling a lot without Dame. That's pretty clear. I think he's one of those ones, though, right? Like, if you don't have him in that team, what are they? That's, like, a big big unknown. I've only ever known the Trailblazers as Damian Lillard's team. Yeah. I think most people that go around R8, that's all they know. That's fine. No problem with that. No problem. So I'm just having a look. Um, Bulls protect. So the, I think the, the the Blazers have their pick. Pick would be transferred because pick would transfer because Blazers pick is currently not in top fourteen. So if they have a, a pick not in the top fourteen, it goes to the Bulls. Okay, so it's a top four protected. Top top fourteen. Top 14. Okay, Why top sorry. fourteen? That's so random. Lottery. Lottery. Okay. Random, but like, fair enough. Basically, if they don't make the playoffs. Yeah. That's all that is. Yeah. So, I think, realistically, like, they can tank. To how far they bother tanking is another question. Yeah. Well, that's something they're going to have to decide pretty soon. Yeah. We've got the Warriors. Oh, look, Warriors are ninth. We'll, we'll start with Minnesota. Oh, <laughs> what's, it, what's there to say? About They've them? got, like, two seven-foot trees. The joke of a Twin Towers. They yeah. they made the biggest mistake deciding to build around Cat instead of... Um, what's Even they had Jimmy as well. Oh, they've made some mistakes in their time. They had Levine as well. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Uh, they had Levine, <coughs> Wiggins. Wiggins. They've had some great players come through that team and they haven't know what to do with them. Gotcha. But right now, it seems like Anthony Edwards wants out. He's sick of it. He's the piece that they should be building around, but they're making it so hard for him to play. Yeah, no, I look. 
realistically, even if you just trade Rigo Bear for one, two, three, four, five draft picks, that's a lot. But they've traded off more. Oh, the trade to bring him in was incredible. No. Biggest overpay. I know okay. something about a Rudy Gobert overpayment in trade. Settle down. And in our fantasy, I did did trade Rudy Gobert to Chris. And even that was an overpayment. Oh, it was an overpayment, but it, it's paid off for the squad up until today. When today is was terrible. <laughs> today and what? Let me get his stats up. Let me get his you, game you can, stats You can bring today. his stats up and it's not a problem, but I've managed to pick the right game every time for him. Yeah. So his overall stats don't mean much to me, but when you've got today. Damian Lillard still on the bench injured, Chris Paul on the bench injured, and you're bringing in Rudy. Rudy <coughs> put up an impressive Rudy. Nine points, one rebound, one steal, one block, four turnovers. Yeah, plenty of also a technical foul in there. Yeah, and four personal fouls. Yeah, so he had a rough game. That's just tough. I, I think the issue is, is like, when you give up so much of your future, you want instant impact. Yeah. And when it's not that, you go, okay, immediately you go, why did we do that? You have the immediate hesitation. You, you know what you're getting from Rudy. You know you're bringing him in solely for rim protection. Yeah. Because Cat does not want to play defense. Yeah. But, but now all you've done is congested the fucking team. Now they've got no choice but to shoot. Yeah, I think the thing is, offensively, what did he offer you? <clears throat> Going into it, you knew the answer was not much. Not much. He's not going to provide anything for you, but maybe some lob threat, and that's not even much of a consistent lob threat. Yeah, it's, <coughs> you're not looking at you're not looking at a game changer from Rudy Gobert, right? <coughs> okay. Ooh, interesting. So, do you want to go Warriors next? On to the Warriors. Um, I'm going to put them as contender. So am I. And I think it'll be similar reason. The whole season depends on how it goes integrating the younger guys into the older group of people and it's just can they figure that out and make it work I wouldn't be surprised if somehow they make it work they're a team that went 2015 won the championship lost, lost the finals won won lost season off got a top three pick I think not they the best had like pick. five years in a row of being in the finals yeah I think the issue is um, had a year off and then now back in it yeah like, them, them <laughs> drafting James Wiseman um, rough go Rough go, but also, like, an organization like that, they've done so well through the draft, there's bound to be mistakes, right? I think there's bound to be some mistakes. I think the only thing that hurts is when you have a look. Let's see, he went he went after him. Nah, that's the wrong draft. I want 20, 21. 21? Uh, I believe it was 21. NBA draft. But no, look, they're in the position where it's all they need is their younger pieces to start filling yeah. out the squad properly and filling the rotations the way we need them to. The last few games, they've been doing that. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. The reason why it hurts already. <coughs> so they took James Wiseman second, and Lamelo Ball went third. And I even look further down. You've got Torres Halliburton that went 12th. Torres Maxey went 21st. Now, I'm not saying that Probably Tyrese... That is, there's a lot of guards. Yeah, but also... You're not going to draft a guard with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. But also, like, but now they're rolling out Jordan Poole. Yeah, but... LaMelo Ball wouldn't be who he is if he went there straight away. But also, obviously, in hindsight, it's very easy to do this draft as I'm watching how the New York Knicks took Obi Toppin at eight. Um, so much pain, man. It just hurts. And Leonardo Bomaro. I don't even know where you at now. Leonardo. Um, sorry, I got distracted. 
Look, there's plenty of issues with that draft class. Yeah. Top end talent wasn't there. <clears throat> Who went one in that draft? Um, I think Edwards. I think Edwards. Okay. Fair. Yeah, fair enough. Checks out. Paid off. I'd almost say Lamelo should have gone one. Yeah, I think <clears throat> um, there's just the unknown with the world ball, right? There was such a. I think it's the family that I think you don't you take him because of all that. the added extra. If you you draft Lamelo Ball, you know Leangelo Ball's playing in a G League team. Yeah, but and do, he's do not bad. Not, he not just shot the jersey sales. Well, that's in like Leangelo Ball. You're going to make of like, just bringing him in. He's not bad. He just shoplifted in China. Yeah, that ruined his that ruined his career. He went shoplifting in Louis Vuitton, even though he's rich. Downhill from there, but. Look, this Warriors team. How have we gone from Warriors to Leangelo Ball? Uh, <laughs> I think they're contender. I think it speaks for itself, right? Yeah, they're, they're definitely a nice seed that is going to make the playoffs. Yeah. He's going to be a scary threat. And the days are done where I count out Steph Curry. Oh, yeah. You, I'm sorry. He's getting them to a conference finals like, at the worst. Don't pick or bet against Steph Curry. You'll eat your words. Yeah, I'm, I'm never betting against LeBron or Steph Curry in the finals. I'm not doing it. It's just, it's more more harm than good, right? <laughs> it really is more harm than good. So, next up, we've got... Who's Dallas seven? Mavericks. Oh, yeah. eighth Dallas Mavericks. One team I just, I, I won't watch. Just, just just say that they're a pretender. We know, we know pretender. that's how you feel. Complete and utter pretender. Yeah, look, I think, although I'd love to watch Luca. Luca In the finals. Is a contender. Luca's a contender. Yeah. The team, pretenders every day of the week. Yeah, yeah. They signed um, Kemba Walker. Yeah, to do, Why? to do what? Just offense. To, to help him out at training and rebound? Like, <laughs> come on. You reckon he's getting minutes? Yes. The I think, man, I think he'll eventually get minutes. get minutes anywhere else. I think he'll eventually get minutes. They'll just go, you know what? Like I said at the start of the season, they, they're just looking <laughs> to find that second player to play alongside him, and they're just going to keep chucking bodies at him. They had that player. Pazingas, they chucked him. Didn't work. Brunson had him. Didn't work. Didn't work. Spencer Dinwiddie. Kind of working, but not not to the, not to that level. You not know to I mean? a level of consistency. They're just Christian Wood. Like, what's he even doing at even, this point? Even the Aussie Josh Green, he's doing well this yeah. season. He's having a good season, but he's not the. Luke is such this young piece that they needed a second young piece next to him. Yeah, Jaden Hardy. Hardy, he's in the G League at the moment. He'll be coming. Look, they're pretenders through and through, just because this team doesn't run as a team. Yeah, until Jaden Hardy comes up from the G League. I don't know what the free agency pool looks like over the next year or two. Yeah. But they need to hit on something. Well, the good thing is they've got an owner that actually will hit on something. Of course. So they're like, oh, you know what? When the push comes to shove, like he'll sign the check and he'll have no hesitation about it as long as it makes sense. But I think it's going to be an interesting one just seeing. So I'm trying to get Jaden Hardy's G League stats up to tell you how good he is. But they're not here. Oh, no. I saw he was like, he's lighting it up in the G League. Yeah. He's lighting it up where we at. Here we go. This season, um, averaging 29 points per game. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, That's actually really good. 29 points, three re- um, four rebounds, four assists. So the assists could use some help, but... Yeah. Last season, pretty good. last season in the G League, he averaged 17 points. All right, so he's made a big step up. I'm, I'm telling you. So he'll, he'll be back into the... I'm, I'm telling you, he'll be back in the fold by the end of the season, I reckon. Yeah. They've just put them down and they've gone, go get your reps, get your minutes. And Some just know up. when push comes to the shove, like you now as the primary option for this G League team, we'll see what you do. Yeah. So, moving on from Dallas, we've got the team that we talked about a week ago and we said 
I, I said, literally, they can, they can give it a few games and they'll drop. You've got the Utah Jazz. They're a pretender, but they're a noble one. Or we could, you know what? And I think um, I saw Lauren Markkinen was on the JJ Reddit podcast and he said, every game is pretty much like a revenge game for us because they've got so many outcasts from other teams that they go somewhere that one of them's already been traded from and they're like, oh, fucking fuck this. Yeah, let's absolutely give it to them. Yeah. Look, the Utah Jazz is a, is a weird one to pick because it's like we never expected them to even be in the play-in. No, no one expected that. We didn't expect <clears throat> anything from them. The expectations for them was literally nothing. So to have even got 13 wins on the board this early in the season. Yeah. Massive surprise. Big win for them. Lowry playing phenomenal. There is the argument for him to be most improved player already. Yeah. But he's kind of slowed down a little bit in the last week or two. Yeah, he's... But I look here, okay. They've got enough draft picks during the start of the season. Yeah. They, they, they know what they're doing. <laughs> Wowee. they got like five second round picks. Shit. That's a nice trade package. Yeah, they've just... They've got enough to... Is that a package good enough to trade up? I don't know. It depends on, it depends on who they target, right? I think they've definitely got enough trade... Like, draft picks, sorry, to pull off a big trade. But it's like the New York Knicks, right? Knicks have, Knicks have their draft picks, but they're kind of hesitant to trade them all away. Especially with what the Jazz are doing, right? They're just doing a fire sale. Mm. Who have they got, rest of, who've they got left? Mike Connolly to trade? Lowry. Larry, Larry's getting traded. If they trade, if they trade Larry now, oh, Larry's too good. He's got to get traded. They'll be like, oh, just give us some more. You know what I mean? The market for Larry would be pretty good. Yeah, you have teams that will overpay <coughs> a lot now. Yeah, I mean, the stock on him is in. It's through the roof right now. Yeah. Um, you got Mike Conley. Doesn't have all that much value, but you can get a pick out of him. Yeah, it's just kind of like, all right, can you at least get one pick out of him? You know what I mean? Clarkson, same thing. He's getting value. Yeah. You'll be sweet. They, there's plenty there that they can on-trade, which we've been saying it all year. Yeah. Okay. Right. Then... To the Sacramento Kings. Succeed. Pretender. We can both easily say the pretender. Agreed upon. Um, Biggest reason they are not only a pretender is that they are the highest of the ladder with the least amount of games played. Yeah. They've only got 11 wins... And nine losses. So they are above a plus 500 team. Yeah. But solely because they've played less games. But up also until about an hour ago, three-game losing streak. Yeah. Struggles. They won today against the Pacers. Big they, game. Not a solo performance out of that team. Yeah. Everyone showed up. I think they're just one of those teams, right, where you look and you go, okay, Sabonis, Fox, that's a young core that they would just build around. As long yeah. as they don't stuff up. There he is. As long as they don't stuff up the build around. You know what I mean? I think that's the biggest point. Because Sacramento Kings, notoriously, they've got one second-round pick this year. Yeah. But it's only protected. Oh, so they won't even have a pick. It's protected for the for if it's 56 to 60. Yeah, so nothing. It's going. It's going. So, look, it is what it is, but they've kind of gone, you know, we've got this young core. Build around it, keep it going, and just kind of take it from there. No pressure. Their goal this season is clearly just let's make the playoffs. Whether that means through the play-in, let's just make the playoffs. Pro- Progress. And for those young stars, they go, okay, Fox is the bonus. We're, not, we're trying not to waste your, pro- <laughs> like, your early years. Let's, let's get just- to practice in the playoffs because they don't know what it looks like. Yeah, exactly. So the fifth seed, we've got the LA Clippers, 13 and 10. And that's with Kawhi Leonard. And I think I would put, before I check, I put money he's not played more than eight games this season. Well, I think he's only played about four. 
Kawhi. <laughs> Where is he at? Where's Kawhi? Leonard. Like it's it's a it's a joke. What's going on with right now? No idea what's Why happening. Is it not loading? They've probably forgotten he's even a player. Uh. Five games. Five games. Oh, four was close. Five games so far. It's it's a it's a tough ask. Yeah. Just because we don't really know what's happening with him. Yeah. I think they're a pretender because they're not going to be healthy. Yeah. They're. I think. Did we both have them as a top seed? I think we did. I think we both had high <laughs> hopes. But if there's ever a team that's going to get let down by injuries, it's this. It is this um, LA Clippers team. Uh, have we seen a full season of these two healthy? No, you won't. Like, literally, they've been together for, what, three years now? Yeah, I think. I <laughs> haven't seen a thing out of them. Last year, Kawhi didn't play. The year before, that 52 games. The year before, that 57. I think Paul George was out with his shoulder injury, one of them. Yeah, so they've just been riddled with injuries. They're so unlucky. That team is phenomenal, but they're just done well. Yeah, Paul George. Um, 48 the first season, 54-31, <laughs> and he's playing 16. Yeah, so... They just, are the epitome of taking a risk. Which yeah. sucks because you've got an owner, Steve Ballmer, who's actually a good owner. He's a good NBA he, he owner. He made the right moves. He's passionate. He's gone, okay, I'm going to sign Kawhi Leonard after the big Toronto season. Good pick. Great then pick. Then the parent of Paul George will trade away Shea. Yeah, bit, bit of a bummer, but for Paul George in the seasons, the prime he's in, yeah, like, like it works out. It was a perfect risk <laughs> as long as Paul George and Kawhi were both healthy. Because let's have a look. Um, when they traded Paul George Danilo Gallinari and five first round picks so Danilo Shea and five picks so looking at it now massive overpay like massive overpay like what have any of those picks turned out to be that's what I'd wonder let's have a look Um, give me one second let me do my research that trade happened three years ago now which there shouldn't be I mean, they've, they've made the playoffs, so it wouldn't have been anyone too phenomenal. But surely... Oh, actually. Could it have been Giddy? Probably not. That'd be their own pick. Yeah, Maybe so. one of the um, Jalen Williams. Well, that's just... For a second, that's just no. Oh, okay, here we go. We got it. Yeah. So, Jalen Williams is one of them. <laughs> yeah, nice. Trey Mann. Trey, that's, that's nice. And then you've got 2023. Um, some picks in there. But just poor George for Shea and three... That's still... like still a Obviously, lot. but this is a few years later, all right? That's a good trade for OKC. They're cheering. It's a major trade for OKC. Oh, my days. They have so many picks. They've just got an army of picks, right? Like it's, they, it's concerning how many picks they have when they're still tanking. Yeah. Like it, it, it annoys the heck out of me that they're resting Chet. Like, the guy's not dying. Like, let him play... <laughs> If you, if you don't want to play, drop him to the G League. Just Honestly, let him get just, some reps, right? That's it. Like, are, are you stunting his progression by not giving him NBA practice? Yeah. Like, literally, it, it's funny as because it's like he's come in and everyone's going, oh, fuck, he's going to be incredible. Now he's going to come in at the same time as Victor Wamanyama and we're just going to look at check down. Yeah. You're just a lesser version of that. That is a very true. If I he think- has an extra year in the NBA practice game ready... Yeah. Does he not end up being, oh, okay, second year of Chet is similar to first year, and their future and career against one another mirrored. is more impressive? I think he's been mirrored now. Now it's just, oh, okay, he's less. <coughs> what do you do, right? Well, there's not much you can do, and it pisses me off. 
And it's funny because Mickey D's just gone out of his way to get the two of them. And I'm like, your team is built around four guys that have never played an NBA game. Yeah. He's, he's gone all in on what could be. But I'm, I'm being honest. When he gets... Because um, he's still got Chet, right? He's got Chet. He's and got Jalen Green. And he's going to get Victor. He's going to get Scoot. In a few years, him getting Victor will look amazing. Oh, for sure. It's going to pay off in four years' time. But, but it's going to be a slow burner. The, the big thing is, do any of us trust him not to trade Victor for no, something better? I'll, I'll get Victor. Like, if, if Selena just hits him up and goes, here's Giannis, I want Victor. Do you, does he say no to that? I think so, because he's changed everything to, to represent Victor, right? I, I think he falls for it. Fair, fair. I, I reckon you could send him six first-round picks in. Yeah. No, he's, he's inconsistent. He he loves the picks. He loves the thrill. He loves the... Th- for reference, for those listening, um, in our fantasy, the thrill of tanking, for some, is highlighted. For others, it seems pointless. But it's a dynasty league, so it keeps going. And we've got some teams who have older players who are getting injured, who are starting to go, oh, maybe I... Maybe I change. For example, I have Bol Bol on my team and I got offered DeMar DeRozan for him. Which I don't... don't know why you turned that down. I turned it down instantly. Team, for your team, it makes sense. This is why I turned it down instantly. The first offer was Mo Bamba for Bol Bol. I just kept turning down the trade offers until it went from Mo Bamba to DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. And then I've gone, well, if that's where the, the cookies, like, well, where the cookie crumbles to there... I'll just hold off a little bit. What else can you get? I'll yeah. let them get a bit injured. I'll let some more oldies drop off. Because i got bowl ball for nothing, so I'm You've cheering. got time. Yeah. What, what, why am I rushing? And that's what I said. I said, I said, look, gents, why am I rushing? I'm not winning. Yeah. I'm not even competing. I'll just ch- sit and vibe. But moving on from our fantasy talk, because that can, that can be like a whole <laughs> one-hour sit-down <laughs> special. We can do an entire episode just on that. Um, the Grizzlies, I have as a contender. I want to have them as a contender, but I don't. My reason is a pretender. My reasoning, John Morant, next level. Yeah. But also a great support cast. It is a good support it's cast. A, it's a bound support cast. You've got players, Jake Lariva, Laravia, the rookie. Laravia. Came in. He's doing his role. Yeah. But they, they've got like the almost a perfect support cast for <laughs> Jar. Where the team chemistry's there. Jaron Jackson Jr.'s back. Stephen Adams plays his role perfect. He's a perfect guy for his role. Because oh, he's just vibes. He, he, he does his job. Gets rebounds, sets hard screens. Yeah. Plays good defense. He doesn't yeah. give up many errors. Yeah. And you know what I mean? So that's why I think this Grizzlies team is a contender. But why do you think otherwise? I just don't think they have enough. Okay. You look do you at mean experience or just in general? Both. Both experience and in general. Yeah. I don't think the team... like It's not that they lack a second star. Yeah. A necessary name, but it's... It's to me. It's just Jar. Yeah. Like you've also got. Oh shit! I've, I've gone blank on the name, but Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain. That's it. Desmond Bain's playing great. Yeah. But is that is that enough to get you there and get you all the way? I don't personally. I don't think so. Oh, see, and this is my only. If there's some experience backing them, sure. But yeah. the other, the other part behind it is. The teams above them and the couple below them. Yeah. I'm like, shit, they, they can get knocked out of this comp. Yeah. That I, is I true. can see them falling out in the second round, quite simply. Yeah. First round, I would be like, oh, that sucks. But like, 
I guess so. Yeah, I just look and think, okay, <coughs> with like a Desmond Bain, there was once a time, what, <coughs> seven years ago, and I went, who's Clay Thompson? Yeah. What I mean by that is, the second star goes under the radar until they hit you like a brick. Oh, they yeah, hit it. Yeah. The second star is the reason why I have this next team as a pretender as well. And here's, here's why. Who is the second star of the Pelicans? See, I have the Pelicans as a contender. Do you? Yeah. I, I think... I think they are it. I, I don't. Because I look and I go, okay. The issue is, I think they're figuring out, number one, whose team it is. And you're going to say Zion. No, I think but it's Ingram's. But see, this is the thing. This is why I don't think it's Zion's because he's not always available. Yeah, that's why it's Ingram's team. So, the, so they go, okay, Zion, you're like a f- nuclear weapon we have in our back pocket, mm. but we don't always have the codes. So when we go to fight, it's, we're not it's always the ready. the threat of the codes. Yeah. He, he is the threat that it's, oh, fuck, we need to prepare for Zion. Yeah. Whether you know what he's going to do or not, you're preparing for it. And then the rest of the team's going to come out and kill you. Yeah. Because like I look and I go, okay, across the board, Ingram, very high on. CJ McCollum, very Solid. good. And then you've got Zion. Then who else we got on the Valentinus. bench? Valentinus. Alvarado, who's still... Jose, just uh, menace. Black Air Force One, all-star yeah, team. he's part of the squad. He, next week, we're doing a Black Air Force starting five. <sighs> it's going to take us five minutes to run through, but I'm down. I could already do off the top of my head. I don't know if I could do a starting five. I'd probably have to... Oh, you know what? I probably could. Starter. Um, so, you know what? Let's, let's get through the rest of the yes, list and we'll do it. Sorry, I got carried away. Um, do you want to move on to the Denver Nuggets or do you want to talk a bit more about the Pelicans? We can keep going on the Pelicans, I think. I'm just pretty content knowing in my head. I think they've just got too much to figure out. And I know... You know what? I'll, I don't trust I'll switch, them. I'll switch it up. I've been strict on every other team yeah. except for them. Yeah, you've been strict on injuries for every other team, but when it comes to a team that's best player, you you don't know. Yeah, but I've I've been high on Ingram for ages. Yeah. I, I had him in my team for so long and was so hesitant to trade him to you. Yeah. That now when I have traded him, I've been like, oh, okay, I'm not watching the Pelicans play anymore. Yeah. But it's a team that I was like, yeah, in a year or two, they are going to be a threat. Yeah. That squad is still young. That's Still true. Still killing it. That maybe even just getting knocked out in the second round is the best thing that can happen for them. Yeah, just a bit of experience and just can't take it from there, right? Yeah, definitely. All right, we'll move we'll move them into the pretender category. Yeah. They are easily going to upset a team. Yeah. But they're not going all the way. Okay. Second seed, Denver Nuggets, I've got as a pretender. I also have as a pretender. I'm glad we agree. I think it's going to be similar reasons. Yeah. Just not convinced. I'm not sold on them. I like Jokic moi but I don't know who I can look at and go okay I really trust this number two option Michael Porter Jr can't trust can't trust Jamal Murray still can't trust well Jamal Murray I just I don't know if he's fully ready yet yeah and do you know who surprised me the most this season Aaron Gordon Aaron Gordon is their second best player right now like he's killing it Miami need a power forward and he's the man for the job like Aaron Gordon has surprised me the most. He is the ideal role player. Yeah, he's just great defender, great shooter, lob threat. Like the man can play. Yeah, it's it <laughs> genuinely took me took me back when I was like I was like, hang on. I was like, it's not Aaron Gordon putting up those numbers. I recently watched the have you seen the movie Uncle Drew? No, I've never watched the movie. Yeah, okay, watch it. It's uh it's on Netflix. It's actually decent. 
Okay. But Aaron Gordon is like the sort of antagonist. Oh, okay. He's not necessarily the, like the, the bad guy, but... Yeah. He's on the other team. He's their star player. Oh, okay. So he's made up for the role. Yeah. And just... You just see a, It's just a highlight reel from when he's younger. Yeah. God, he was incredible. You know, I've just looked at here. <coughs> Do you know the highest Aaron Gordon's averaged points per, for the first season is only 17.6? Yeah, that's not surprising at all. And you know why it is? There's this, like, blank in my head because he's good at dunking. You just assume that he's great. He's putting up 20 points a night. Yeah. It's like Obi Toppin. <laughs> Can you dunk, but where else are you going to fit? That's so funny. I well, what's his three point percentage this year? Because I feel like he's hitting them at thirty eight percent. Thirty eight career high. Yeah, career high. It, that makes sense because he is shooting it career high really well this year. Even field goal percentage career high. Yeah. So he's obviously had to take on that role of going. Okay, the boys are out. Time to step up. Yeah, but yeah, also like this is an opportunity where he's playing with Jokic, who just opens up more avenues for him, right? Jokic right now, Hall of Fame dimer. Yeah. Like. God, if he's passing you the ball, you're getting it exactly where and how you need it. Yeah, it's... Ooh. <laughs> okay. I, I almost want to talk them into being a contender just because of how good Aaron Gordon's playing. No. But the no. rest of the team's not there. I'm not. I can't back it. No, I'm, they're a pretender because of the rest of the team, but I'm saying I wish he was enough. Yeah, to, to just get them over the line. To get them over the line. Right, if, if they were still performing at... Jamal Murray before injury. Yeah. With Aaron Gordon now, contender for sure. But until Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. start being that second and third star... Then we're not going to know. Then we're not going to see it. It's not going to know. And then to finish it off, in the first seed, the Phoenix Suns. And I have them as a pretender. So do I. Interesting. The reason why... Is I just I just don't th- I I genuinely think I'd be more scared of the Dallas Mavericks right now than the Phoenix Suns. Oh, that's a bit bold. That's very bold to say. That, okay, we're that back. I'd be more scared of the Memphis Grizzlies than the Phoenix Suns. That's a bit <coughs> more realistic. Look, I just struggle to see anyone on the West winning. Yeah, I don't see a Western Conference team winning it this year. You've got the Boston Celtics. Yeah, Boston Celtics or Bucks. One of the two should take it out. Yeah. <coughs> Look, it's interesting. I think this Phoenix Suns team, um, I don't know. I just, I want to be sold on them, but I can't convince Chris myself. Chris Paul's been injured for a little while now. Cam Johnson stepped up a lot. He's yeah. playing great. Booker, we know how good he is. Yeah, because Bridges. Bridges, he stepped up massively yeah. this year. Aiden, he got, I think he won player of the week <laughs> recently. I think the thing that's going to haunt them is that big old Chris Paul contract. I don't think that haunts them necessarily because I feel like he's still a player you want on that team. Yeah, it, it, it haunts me. He is absolute point god. Like, yeah, maybe there is too much of a price tag on it. Yeah, but I think it's it's good now. But in a what few years' time, out of him when he's healthy is incredible. It's just the health is now the question because how much longer does this guy's career last? <laughs> and that's a big one. You know what I mean? Like, just yeah. let's go. So. Interestingly, we don't have many contenders, which no. I think I think we're a bit more hopeful on the East. A lot more hopeful on the East. Yeah. On, on the Western Conference, all I had was the Warriors and the Pelicans. Yeah. Which no. you convinced me out of the Pelicans. I think time will tell, but 
shall we move on to our recap or just yep. revisiting the player awards? We can do that right after we go through this Air Force one. Okay, let's go. Easy. Point guard? Pat Bev. Pat Bev's starting at the point just, guard. Okay, um, what else do I have? Shooting guard? Who do I have Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton. Easy, that's two. Small forward, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler deserves that. That's a small forward role. <laughs> power forward. Power forward's, power forward's the tough I've one. got my center. My center's Joel Embiid. Oh, Embiid is my black Air Force one. No, no. It's not. I can tell you why it's not. Who? Oh, I've gone blank on the man's name. Tell me the team. Oh, he tried to fight LeBron. Oh, um, Isaiah Stewart. Isaiah Stewart. He has to be the center. Isaiah Stewart. Do you remember the whole clip of that? Yeah, he, he, he ran off and ran, then he, he off, ran, back. ran back. Trying to fight everybody. I'm pretty sure Isaiah Short versus LeBron. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Insane. Yeah. It was the funniest Love thing. It. He has to be the center of the squad. Okay. Joel, we... Joel deserves like a, a six-man shout. No, but... no, no. You know what? We'll push Isaiah Short to the fourth. To fourth. Fourth. He'll be power forward. Is there anyone else at power forward you could slot? Let me have a look. <laughs> Let me have a look. Power forward menaces. Let me see who I've got. Um, ooh, current, current. I'm looking down. I'm not seeing anyone that's screaming to me, menace. Yeah, I just... Okay, you've got Giannis. No, he's too nice. He's a nice guy. Jimmy Butler, Davis, Cat, Zion. None of these guys. Draymond Green, Draymond Green. Yeah, I have to, he punched his own teammate. Yeah, okay. he Draymond. needs to be. So we've got Pat Bev, Pat Bev, Sexton, Sexton Butler, um, Draymond Green, and then Isaiah Stewart Isaiah just for his punch on with LeBron. Just for trying to punch LeBron. That is a solid Black Air Force One starting five. Look, if if you're playing in the park, blacktop, and uh, the five of you roll up, I'm grabbing my shit and leaving. I just I'm pretending my balls. I've lost my ball in the bush. Yeah, <laughs> I'm hiding, man. I'm like, oh, oh that, where's that, the ball? Well, Mum called. Dinner's that is ready. That's a dangerous, <laughs> dangerous team. Yeah, but dinner's ready. Could have got to go, boys. I'm not first in them. If, if you realistically put them together, yeah. How many get a technical foul per game? I think you're in the limit within five minutes. I, I think come finals, every single one of them is on a suspension warning. <laughs> They're, they're like Luca last year where it was just oh you're one more technical foul from being suspended for a game yeah alright so what we're going to do is just do a quick re- revisitation is that even a word I don't know just re- review we're going to review I try to be fancy we're going to review our player award picks um, I think there's some that we had that were a bit shocking looking back um, to start with I don't think either of us have budged on who we think is going to be the MVP I've got Luca. still got Tatum still got Tatum I think there's a clear argument that can be made for both of them. Luca is being Luca, and he's not shocking the world. Like you're not shocked by what he's doing, right? He's putting up forty points, triple doubles, like it's a bit of fun for him. <laughs> but like you've mentioned many times, is his team any good? No. No. I, I I think the team does start to play a point with the MVP race. Yeah. The narrative matters. Tatum is putting up very similar numbers. Yeah. In a really good team. Yeah. He's leading a team to be the top of the conference. And that's the difference. And I think that puts him just ahead of the race. Yeah. Not by much. Yeah, fair. But at the same point, Tatum hasn't had some huge jump this year. Yeah. He's been doing this non-stop. Yeah. It's just now the team is really solidified. Yeah. How good they are. I think they all know their roles, right? It's a real good system that's set up. Obviously, um, later on, we're going to talk about the coach of the year predictions. I think 
we probably both haven't budged on that. Unless I reckon you've gone Mike Brown. Mike Brown was my winner before, yeah. but now like my dark horse was Joe Masala. Yeah. And I remember during that at Wilbos, you know, like, oh, maybe we should have that the other way around. Yeah, I think just because he's inherited a system that's proven to work, right? They have no major changes. They yeah. brought in Blake Griffin. They didn't really change much about their starting five or anything. Um, just Al Horford, so I think, has had a lesser role. But yeah. I, th- I think we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Rookie of the year. Who have you got? Still Parlo. I can't even remember who I put. I honestly cannot. I think I might have said Jaden Ivey just out of spite. I think we both did Parlo. Yeah, I think I Parlo's... I think you're Dark Horse, you went Jaden Ivey. And yeah. I was annoyed at you. Yeah, I think Parlo's the, the clear favourite. There's no arguing it, right? He's the one that's came in and he looks... Like how He's Jason Tate looked. Yeah. He looks ready. He's leading a team, killing it. Yeah. I the think team's the, not um, killing it. team's not killing it, but he is. Yeah. The... Um, NBA social medias for a little bit did a post about he had moved to second and third to Benedict Matherin. Yeah. And I was just like, come on, settle down. Like, it's, come on. Like, it's, come on. I get you're trying to keep it entertaining, but yeah, just there's no way. The man can miss out on half the rest of the season. I yeah. still think he's the best player in the comp. It's like going, oh, so, if, if someone hits up with like, oh, Scoop might go first next year. Come on. Yeah, it's just, it's not happening. Like, come he, on. He's already got that wrapped up. There's yeah. no doubt in my mind. He's winning that race. Yeah. It's it's pretty much a one horse race, right? It's a one horse race. Yeah. Look, unless he gets injured or gets rested. Yeah. He's got that in the bag. Yeah. Like Benedict Matherin is playing really well. There's he's arguments got... for him to be playing six men of the year. Yeah. On a winning team. Yeah. But how long can the Pacers keep that up? How long big question is how long can they keep him on the bench? As long as they have to. Yeah. I think that'll be a trick. So moving through Defensive player of the year. Did we both put Rudy? No, you had Rudy. I had Bam Adebayo. Okay. I'm just going to say, I regret that decision. But I'm also going to say, I have no clue who I think is going to win it now. Yeah, I, I can't say who's going to outright win that right now. Like, Actually, Bam's a good shout. Either I, way, it's a safe bet. I have my shout. Who's your shout? OG Ananobi. OG Ananobi is a decent pick. I don't love it. I think if I'm going for like a rogue shout, go to who the betting favourite is, Chris. Let's go up our betting favourite. Because I, I do think OG Anobi is not a bad shout. Defensive. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Oh, I've completely butchered that spelling. Let's see who we think is going to win. Now we want this one. Because I, I do think OJ and Obi, he, I saw people yeah, saying he can make an all-star team. Okay, so right now, rookie ladder. Yeah. Paolo's the favourite. Yeah. We'll skip over six minutes because we're not there. Defensive right now, the favourite. Brook Lopez, which makes sense. The guy is playing really well. That. Second to that is Giannis. Then OG. <laughs> so OG's a good shout, good mention. OG at third. I'm impressed with him at at third, honestly. At seventh is Bam. Yeah. Eighth is Rudy. Okay. So we're both kind of in there. Yeah. Your your dark horse was Ben Simmons, which is a mile away. Don't knock it. It's only been 22 games. Well, the man dead under him was Scotty Barnes, who was my dark horse. (laughs) (laughs) So I can't knock it too hard, but they're pretty far down the line. Yeah. Look... I still don't... I just have too much hope. I think that's my issue, right? 
Jaden Ivey being third in the betting odds for Rookie of the Year makes sense. Now, this is interesting. Oh, there he is. He's on there. Um, most improved? Is that where we're going to? I feel like we have to. Yeah, most improved. Let's go into it. So you had... Who did you have? Oh, I thought you were going to tell me. Oh, no, I, I, I don't I remember for, who you had. I forgot. Um, I don't, I'm so shit. That's, that's poor form. That is poor form. Yeah, um, I know we were both pretty consistent and going, we're not taking Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Because we had the shits about a guy that's moving into his second, third year. Yeah. Already doing so well, projected to make it. Yeah. Didn't um, do it. Best way to explain is, it doesn't matter who I had. Who I have now is the right choice. That is none other than Bol Bol. Bol Bol has had a great few weeks. I think... There's all the shout-outs in the world, but he is just a example of what we can expect from Victor. Let me give you the full Bol Bol experience. Now, before this season, Bol Bol had played a total of... 36? 43 games in three seasons. His points in the first season was 5.7, then 2.2, 2.2. This season, 13.5. That's a good jump. His rebounds... Beforehand, his career high in any season was 2.7. We're almost at eight rebounds a game. So he's almost averaging 13 and eight. Two blocks a game as well, he's averaging. Okay, that's that's really good for Bobo. What I mean by that is he has almost played... He's played 21 games out of the 22 this season. That's pretty dumb. How many has he started? That I don't have. I don't have that. But... Surely that should just... Actually, no, it does. Game started at 16. Yeah, so, okay. so he started a lot more than I thought. Yeah. So you're looking at it going, okay, he played three years at Denver... He got a total of, what, 40, 50, 50-ish games? He's had 21 games already at Orlando. Yeah. Because I saw something in the off-season saying, Orlando going to give Bob Ball a chance, and I thought, oh, for the lols. Yeah, that'll be funny. That'll be funny. Because there's, there's the infamous photo of him <laughs> signing a ball. Yeah. My favourite NBA photo. And then I've gone, you know what? He's actually, like, making the most of the experience. I think they've given him an opportunity. Something switched where he's gone, okay, I'm going to actually, you know... But then you look at Grady, he's shooting 40% from three. But he's only taking um, two. He's only yeah. taking two. But also, he's seven foot two. Yeah, okay, look. The, the height the, and shooting is nuts. Yeah, that's the part. Like, like yeah, okay, he's he's only shooting 40 but he's seven foot two. He's shooting 76% from the line. And yeah, then... Out of the guys above him that are the favourite, like, yeah. number one right now is SGA. Yeah. I'm not too happy with that. Oh, you know who he had? He's I had Laurie Markham. There's no way you pick Lowry. I don't know. I'm just going to tell myself that. No way you pick Lowry. That's insane if you did. <laughs> no, I have no idea. I honestly don't, hey. I'm looking through with the names in there and I, I can't figure out who you would have had. Maybe like a Michael Porter Jr. and just prayed for for the world. <laughs> Mate, you, you could have had a bloody Poku for all I know. Yeah. <laughs> like just, just something stupid that I've never heard of, but... The favourite is Shea, then yeah. Tyrese, then Lowry, then Desmond Bain. Yeah. Then Bobo. Yeah. And right under that is De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. Sticking with them? Well, I want to stick with them, but they're struggling. Yeah. Team's not doing as well as I projected them to be doing. Still playing pretty well. But I think the jumps we've seen from both Bobo and Lowry, just much more impressive. Yeah. I don't want Shea to win it. I think he shouldn't win it, but because we have just seen Jar win it, yeah. I think it's almost a lock now that he will. Which is disappointing, but, you know, 
The award's the award. Like, he's paying $1.90, and Tyrese, who's second favourite, is paying 5 bucks. Yeah. It's kind of leaning that way, right? It's almost a lock. Right, moving to the sixth man. Is that where we're at? I believe so. Sorry, before we get onto the Laurie Markkinen, he's only had an eight-point-per-game increase this season, or last. Okay. Ball, ball, 11. But where does contributing to wins matter? I don't want to hear any slander. Ball, ball. <laughs> and I'd say, yep, yeah, ball, ball, shooting better from three. Um, moving on as to why ball, ball. <laughs> I, I, I find it hard to give a, a most improved player to a 14th seed. Fair. It just that makes it a little bit tough because, you know, your, your massive jump isn't good enough to get you more than five wins. Yeah, look, that is fair. That is fair. Just wait. Season's not done. Six man. Um, I have Russell Westbrook still. Yeah. Okay. I think the the risk of putting him to the bench. You, you didn't pick Russ though. No, I did. No, you didn't. No, I did. No, stop the slander because we spoke about it and you got all annoyed about the whole idea of him even being considered for it. And I said to you, like, look, if, if the same with the Kawhi Leonard, I was like, if he comes back off the bench, playing that six man because you only have to start, like, you only have to come to the bench for more than half the games. But this is the benefit short term memory <laughs> it's not the benefit the whole issue is it's online it's going to take me 30 seconds to go find your answer it's, it's shit podcasting so I'm not going to do it <laughs> but I can find it and I'll just leave it in the description just leave it down below leave a comment down below of how wrong I was you were wrong it, there's no way you picked him because I, I had Christian Wood yeah as six man which decent shout he's not playing amazing but you know, that's just you probably had Jordan Paul. You know what? I think I did. So you know, you might I have think had like in hindsight, <laughs> I think I did have Jordan Paul. <coughs> you might have had Jordan Paul as your dark horse and thought that was impressive. Yeah, like, well, that's a bit edgy. That's something you would do. Yeah. Like your your dark horse might have been someone that moved into a starting role. Yeah. Going, oh yeah, I'll take Tyler Hero. <laughs> like, nah, he's starting. <laughs> Who do you have for your six man? For six man, I had Christian Wood. Yeah. Right now, I think it's definitely, definitely Russ. Yeah. I think it's just impressive, right? Like, the guy copped a lot of slander. He went to the bench, did his role. Where's the Russ slander now? I've said it all along. You've said it as well. Russ was never the issue. It was the fit. Yeah. There's now got... When he's out there with the bench squad... Well, yeah. That rotation of players around there allows for spacing. Yeah. Allows for him to work, do his thing. When all of them are on, yeah, it well. doesn't. It's it's just here's the ball, LeBron. Figure it out. Yeah. Did you know this season is tied with Russ's lowest points per game for a season average? The first, the the the, the last time it was that was his rookie season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's regressed a fair bit. But... Fifteen point three turnovers, still in the three range. <coughs> Wowie, that's that's tough. But his assists, seven assists a game, five rebounds. So he's doing what you'd want for someone from the bench. And I think also, maybe they'll just nice him a little bit because they'll be like, you know what, Russ? You're actually doing not too bad, champ. And even three-point percentage already. So he's shooting 31.6%. One, two, three, four, five. It's his best in six seasons. Yeah, that's, his, he, like, that's acceptable. His career high from three for a year is 34%. And that was in 2016, which I'm pretty sure was his MVP year. Let me have a look. Nuts. 
Crazy. But yeah, I think um, he's he's copped a lot, but we love Russ. We love him. We hope he does well. He did get elbowed by Zach Collins. Dirty. Fair response. Yeah. yeah get up, ready to fight. Like, that's a fair reaction. Yeah. Over the last three weeks, LeBron has been an absolute medic to the team. Yeah, I think he's been in more punch on slipped games. over right in front of him. That one, I was about to message you oh, going, mate, it's not looking good, I, Chief. I was, I was watching that live. That scared the heck out of me. <laughs> You're already thinking, oh, it's I, in I, the I saw him slip and I, I just turned my phone off. I didn't even see him get back up. I saw him go down. I was like, that's it. That is enough. I've, I've watched enough. Yeah, it's like, um, oh, Carl Anthony Towns the other day when I saw him, I'm convinced, I was convinced it was his Achilles. Well, the report came out that it wasn't, which is good news for him. Every Achilles injury you see, they act as if it was someone behind them. Yeah. And as soon as I saw Cat do it, I was like, I've seen this before. I've seen this too many times now. Well, scary stuff. Yeah, it's no good. It's no good. Well, is there any other of the awards you want to touch on? We spoke briefly about the coach. I think it's not changed, right? It's still Joe Mazzala. Yeah. Mike Brown was my secondary. Yeah. Do you remember who your seconds were? No. No? My short... Pretty much. When we made these, my excuse is I got COVID overseas. You read it all down on a notepad. Yeah. You've also got a new laptop. That is Share true. Share to that. But I, I do have use... have to go copy me. I do use Google Docs. So everything should be the same. Well, yeah. Mine's, mine's on um, Google Sheets. <laughs> Oh, I like the spreadsheet format. I do. Yeah. I only use just the spreadsheet format. I find it too messy with um, just normal pages. Yeah, normal word yeah, with yeah. it for yeah. sure. Anything else we cover for today, or is there anything that deserves a shout out? Um, shout out to Pat Bev for getting suspended for three games. Yeah, that's, um, that's I, I kind well, of there. There is one performance that I think deserves a mention. A guy that doesn't really get much recognition is it Ivan Zubach? Zubach, killer game. 31-29. Killer game. That is a big one. Um, also, shout out to PJ Tucker um, for finally scoring. Finally scoring. Um, Very impressive. He probably still hasn't scored since, but you know, hold on. it is what it is. Uh, I, I think in the last game I saw, he had like... did you say, did Booker drop a 50-piece today? Yeah, he did. Tatum um, at 49 today. Oh. PJ Tucker has scored. He scored six points today. Impressive stuff. In a win or a loss? Um... Uh, against the Cavs I'm going to guess that they lost <laughs> that's probably a loss yeah um, yeah yeah they lost um, hold on in his last 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 games how many points do you reckon Peter Tucker scored 10 games yeah total yeah it's got to be less than 20 mm-hmm. I'll be annoyed well hold on over under 10 Oh, you setting the line is over under? Well, let me make it over under 12. I'm going I'm to take the under on 12. The under, it's spot on. It's 11. Yeah, well, you, you kind of gave that up. I know, I fucked it. Over under 10. Oh, actually, over under 12. <laughs> kind of just screaming that it's the middle number. Yeah, he's having a tough He's having a tough season this year for PJ Tucker. But even then, his career averages were like... His career high... Points more as for a, like a season, like an average is nine. Yeah, like so, he's never been a scorer. No, like, never. Know, they're, they're struggling without their big stars, and that's clear to see. But you'd expect his usage rate to go up. Well, I think he's just <clears throat> he is what he is, and teams sign him for that. Yeah, I run back to Miami. Um, want to give a quick shout out for Pat Bev 
Um, he's averaging four points a game. Yeah, he was my favourite for most disappointing. He's my favourite. I, I just love him. That. I love him. Oh, I can't stand. I love him. everything about Pat Bev. I, I just find him. He's just amusing. He's amusing off the court. Have you watched his podcast? I've listened to a bit. Yeah. Funny guy. Yeah. Off off the court. Yeah. Off the court, great. I just I can't watch him play. Look, anyone that talks smack about him, I don't want to hear it. The blo- the bloke played in Ukraine. <sighs> to go pro, to, like, for his NBA career, he fought for it. Literally. <laughs> Unless you're doing a bus ride across Ukraine to play games, I don't want to hear it. Like, he's just going to stop hitting people in the back. He's done it a few too many times now. Enough's enough. The suspension was fair. Yeah. Mm, three games. The only reason why it happened, why it was so bad, is because Austin Reeves was laying down. If you just pushed him and he didn't fall, be all right. It's in that back. But also, so I watched something, which was Pat Bev's podcast, and he said, if it was some player standing over, like, because obviously Adrian was standing over Reeves, I'd look it down. <coughs> if that was Pat Bev standing over um, Steph Curry, you're telling me Pat Bev wouldn't get in trouble for that? There's a certain, like, protection on certain players where they sort of look there, a different there, way. There is a level of protection, but I didn't look at that as Aiden standing over him. Yeah. That was more just a collision. They're both right there. Yeah. It's not like he was over him flexing or anything. He just was right in the way. Yeah. But the, the Lakers need something. But this isn't going to be a Lakers podcast because we could honestly spend... I reckon we could do an hour special just on why the Lakers are having a bad season. Look, we, we could do an hour on why they're the worst team in the league and an hour on why they're going to make the playoffs. <laughs> like, you just don't know what you're getting out of these guys, and that's their biggest issue. It really is a true coin cost, right? Absolute shit show. Oh, that's it for the week. Yeah, I guess so. Like, nothing else is really happening. Or if it is, we're just doing a really shit job of paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> is that too? I mean, Paolo's back, he's playing great. Yeah. Um, Nick still I, suck. Nick still suck. Miami. Still, Old. Still struggling. Need, gonna, need Jimmy. Need help. Um, I'm going to go home if anyone's listening at this point. Um, my missus has made French onion soup. And Very excited, aren't you? <laughs> pumped. Um, the reason why is is because I got a phone call beforehand saying, don't you miss this bloody French onion soup. So I'm off to go get soup that hopefully tastes nice. Thank you guys for watching. You made it this far. We'll see you next week. Um, and if you have any comment, like any sort of content you want us to c- cover... Let us know. It can be anything. We're down. Anything. And uh, cool kid, we miss your comments. Yeah, Bring where back. are you, cool kid? We're hoping to see you again. <laughs> no. Nah, we'll catch you all next week. No. See ya.